Okay, folks, our next guest is the founder of Empire & Co. She's also the creator of Shopify School, which is an online platform that aims to help people launch their very own Shopify or e-commerce business. Uh, her journey with e-commerce began over 11 years ago when she first went to the Canton Fair. Uh, and shortly afterwards, she established her very own e-commerce venture. She's had other businesses along the way. She had the first online beauty school. Uh, but now she's really uh, focused on her partnership with Reliable Education and bringing the world's best Shopify course to you. In this, she talks about being a mum, overcoming challenges and starting her own business and what it takes to really build an e-commerce or online business. So help me give it up for Haley Hughes. You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and I am so, 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 so excited to bring you this next guest. You have just heard her introduction. She is Wonder Woman in my eyes. You are, Hayley. Um, and you don't know this. Most of our guests don't. But at the start of the podcast, just so people can get to know you, break the ice, break bread, chill out, we ask five quick questions we're just going to fire them off. You answer first thing that comes to mind. You can, I mean, have a play with it. But if there's anything interesting, we'll always come back. Um, but, yeah, let's go. So name one guest you would have at your dinner party. Ooh. Um, oh, God, this is one of those questions where I feel like you should always know that I get so <laughs> jammed up in my head. I go, but I can only pick one. Yeah, yes. This is <laughs> me. Lots of people. Who, who's <laughs> the first person that came to mind? I find, yeah. generally find that's the... Well, weirdly, Tim Ferriss was the first person that popped into mind because I feel like he was kind of a bit of a game changer for me. He was one of those um, pivoting moments for me in terms of educating myself between the difference of a corporate kind of career versus mm. running an entrepreneur or, you know, self-sufficient, like a, your own business owner. So, Tim Ferriss. I love Tim. Hmm. That, his book is one of my top ones of all time. It's a goodie. Um, question number two. It's a simple one. Favourite cuisine? What you go? Do you ever like a go-to cheat meal? Tacos. Tacos. Yes. I love tacos. Who doesn't friends. like tacos? Yeah. Weirdos, honey. We'll get like added about this. <laughs> tacos. How dare you? All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, to just keep going. Mm. And I feel like that has become a real mantra in my own life. It's just failure only comes when you stop mm. so there really is no failure you just have to keep going just keep going so oh I love that just keep swimming keep swimming <laughs> <laughs> here's a here's one that goes back to your childhood what when you were a kid what what did you want to be when you grew up a lawyer oh <laughs> is that because because I was the same when I was a little kid I asked my dad I was like who earns the most money he was like a lawyer a doctor an engineer yeah. That's, what he, that's what he told me. So I was like, lawyer it is. That was pretty much my motivation. Um, also, uh, I was, I just enjoyed arguing with people, I think. Like I've always been quite opinionated. So yes. I was, well, this makes sense. They can make a lot of money and I tend to talk a lot. 
So <laughs> this works well. Natural skills. I never. Fun fact: I never knew this about Morgs until we started to do this podcast. And and he said it to me one time. He's like, I I always wanted to be a lawyer when I was growing up. And I was like, No way! But I was like, Why? Thinking it would be some deep philosophical whatever that word is like. Money. Meaning. He's like money. I was like, Ah, oh, trust you. Um, okay, and last question: What is your superpower? Uh, I believe it's reading people. I think I um, I can kind of get a, a pick up the vibes of people pretty quickly. So I know within a short period of time whether whether there's a genuine connection there and whether we're going to vibe and kind of actually have some kind of sustaining relationship with one another or if I want them in my circle. Mm. Um, the point. So I love that. That is a superpower. That is indeed. Anna has got a very very similar one. Yeah, so says Morgzy. No, I do. All right, so I want to dive straight in. We could circle back on any of those, but off air, I said to you, and it's and I I want the people to know that I never have an intention for the podcast. I'm always like, let's get on, let's have fun. The conversation will go anywhere. Shoot the but, shit. Shoot the shit. But I really want people to get to know you because I have had the privilege of not just get to know you, but get to know you and get to know your phenomenal brand, Empire & Co. Um, and buy from you. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've, I've had the privilege of getting to know you over the last, I think it's about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. About a year and a half from afar and in person. And I just think you are remarkable. So I want everyone, so if you're listening, get excited because Hales is an incredible human being who has launched her Empire & Co business or company this year. It's not a business. It's a fully-fledged, huge e-commerce course, I was going to say, brand. Hey, 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 let, you know, she's telling the story. I know, but, and so I want to to set it up to (laughs) Answer your own question. No, I want to set it up to then have Hayley just go. And the point is, so you were doing makeup and now you've launched this e-commerce brand, yeah, brand, product, Empire & Co. What made you choose it? What made you go, I want to do e-commerce and this is the product I want to sell? It's kind of a funny story because I think it uh, it tends to play into my personality a lot is when I first started looking into, I'll take it back a step. When I first decided that I was going to start a e-commerce brand, uh, it all kind of came about quite naturally. I mean, I'd had my makeup artistry school for about 10 years, I think. Mm. We were one of the first globally that I'm aware of to launch a, uh, I would say, an online makeup artistry course, but online wasn't a thing then, so it was more by correspondence. I'd get, like, manuals and DVDs sent out to them in the post, and then we transitioned online. But um, it just kind of got to that point where I just – I really wanted a new challenge. I was getting quite comfortable in that role. So I um, I decided uh, one morning I had some pretty big shifts in my life. I'd separated with my uh, long-term partner and I had two little kids and it just felt like it was one of those moments where I was going to rebuild myself because I truly felt like I was. I mean, I was with my partner for over 12 years, you know, two small kids and for all that to kind of just disappear from under me, I just felt like I had to figure out who I was again. What was my identity? Who, what did I? What do I stand for? What do I want my kids to see me stand for? Um, so I actually decided to lock myself away for three days straight, uh, and I just begged my mum or whoever I could find to have the kids, so I could just literally have three days straight where all I did was just think about what I wanted from my life, the direction that I wanted it to go in, in every aspect, my relationships, my businesses, my health, 
everything. I just stopped and really reassessed where I was and where I wanted to go. And it was the most powerful three days of my life. Um, you know, it wasn't led by anything. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a Tony Robbins seminar, although I have done that and that is also amazing, like UPW and all those kinds of ones. But um, yeah, just to kind of check in. So I actually ended up sharing this with a, a few um, of my friends who are also uh, self-employed and entrepreneurs. And I ended up having a bit of a gaggle of people that wanted to jump on the bandwagon with me. And so it turned out to be really, really powerful. So what we ended up doing was we just decided that we were going to meet um, once in the morning, each morning, just as an accountability check. So we met on the very first day and it was New Year's Day last year, uh, 9 a.m. We all met together at a cafe and we, and I just kind of went through. I said, look, this is our kind of objective objective for the day. This is what we want to try and break through. And then meet again tomorrow morning uh, and then we could use each other, not only for that accountability, but also as a sounding board for one another to then help anybody through any blockages. Mm. So if they weren't able to achieve that particular goal, uh, you know, we could be there to kind of just help them get through and ask why. And so we did. So we did that for three days and um, I just, I don't know, it just, everything kind of shifted. I knew I wanted to uh, have some kind of an e-commerce brand. I wanted something else along those lines um, kind of on the side. Uh, and then I was just looking at different ways that I could continue my real passion, which is connecting with people and education. It's been a part of my life for a really long time. And I, I always say it's one of those things that I walk away from with more energy than when I started. So if I do a coaching session with somebody or if I'm, you know, connecting with one of my students in some way, I leave so much more elated and, and fueled than what I did prior to going into that session. So I know that that's a really key thing for me. Um, yeah, and anyway, and I ended up having breakfast a few weeks after that just with one of my good friends, um, Adam Hudson. Uh, he's a phenomenal entrepreneur. He's um, been in the Amazon space for quite some time, and I think collectively his students have sold over a billion dollars worth of products. So um, that's pretty phenomenal. And I was just sharing those things with him, and he said, well, why, why aren't you doing an e-com store? Like, what's stopping you? And I just said, well, money. You know, I've just gone through a divorce. <laughs> single mom you know like I'm just I'm just getting by at this stage it's just a pipe dream and uh and he just kind of said okay well what are you thinking about what product and I mentioned blue light blocking glasses which leads into what I was saying before personality wise so this is like my example of my little pair here for those that gorgeous into this rather than watching it's just a very sexy black framed pair of glasses <laughs> in they my are, <laughs> but uh, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with glasses. I so desperately wanted to wear glasses. I don't know why, <laughs> but I convinced my mum that I couldn't see the board at school. So she took me to an optometrist to have my eyes tested. So I could get a pair of glasses. <laughs> this is odd. I swear to God, I was the same. So I didn't get to like I didn't trick my mum, but I oh, get it. I was obsessed. <laughs> I get it. I was the I was the same. I'm like, I want to wear glasses. And I remember when I got my eyes checked, it was 2020 vision. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. Like, God. I still I was committed to the whole journey. So we went to the optometrist and you know, had they've got that little eye test on the wall. Yep. But I think he kind of called me out because the very first letter it's like an E or something. I'm like, C page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, mate, <laughs> not today. That is the best. And I think, thank goodness, because my poor mum, like she was a single mum raising me and my sister, you know, just on, you know, on the pension and things along those lines. So I'm like, it would have cost her like $400 to pay for a pair of glasses to damage my eyes. Yeah. Probably <laughs> also, more if you're doing sport as well and you're going to have all the other exactly. ones. 
So I thankfully the optometrist um, saw through my charade. Awesome. 20 years later, I got my way. <laughs> yes, I love this so much. And this is what I want. So Morgan and I did a podcast months ago now and in it we talked about how 2020 was a tough year for lots of people but what if people could reframe it and look at because 2020 is I said it just before but 2020 vision and I wanted you on because I know lots of mums listen to the podcast Ties in well the glasses pardon Exactly, I know. Um, But lots of mums listen to the podcast (laughs) and lots of women listen to the podcast and lots of single mums would listen to the podcast. And I look at you, so I watched you launch this brand. Um, A beautiful gift out of the blue, which just blew my mind. I just thought it was the most thoughtful thing ever. So thank you. You're so welcome. Oh, because I just was so proud. I am so proud of you. Like, I, you're the, you are, you, you're a single mum raising these two beautiful boys and you went through a tough divorce, or separate, separation, whatever. Yeah, well, regardless, tough separation, ending of a long-term relationship, you got, you got out, you've, you've rebuilt yourself from the ground up, you, you took a chance on yourself, you locked yourself away in the, in the room for that three days, but that was such a, like, I want people to get that. And then as a, as a mom, as a woman, first and foremost, but honoring that you are a mom and you had to juggle launching this business with two little beautiful boys. Now I want you to take people through some of this journey. Cause I watched the truth and this is what I love about you. You don't ever show the highlight. You show all of it. And I watched you doing like taking a selfie in the cupboard, <laughs> like on, on a really big, important zoom call, but you had to lock yourself. Cause how old are the boys? Uh, they're uh, five and three at the moment. Wow. So. They're yeah. little guy. Like if you look, they're little, like no excuses. And then they were in the car and there was one time you were under the covers. Like, so take people through that journey of what, what it was like for you. Um, and this is what I love. Like, obviously, yes, you sat down with Adam, but that speaks to the the company that you keep, that anyone can can build their social capital. That's not an excuse. You had an amazing man who trusted you and invested in you, but you built that relationship. You got that. Do you know what I mean? So they can't, they, yeah. So take people through from concept of like, okay, this is what I want to do. Adam's gone. I believe in you. Let's go. Then yeah. what? I'm actually really glad that you, that you raised that because it, it's not as simple as, oh, just because I had this mate that has had some success in the past and then all of a sudden, ta-da, we had this business. Um, it definitely wasn't that. I mean, I had it kind of it, it helped me have the conversation in the first place. It wasn't the intent of, of us catching yeah. up. Um, and, you know, and it was just by, by chance, I suppose, that he was already very familiar with the blue light blocking mm-hmm. niche and was very interested in it. Um, so that it just kind of aligned really nicely there. Uh, but then I had to go away and he goes, look, and he goes, okay, he goes, I'm really happy to chat some more. And he goes, we're, you know, we're looking to kind of invest in somebody else's business and things along those lines. And he goes, go and put together a business case. And he goes, come back next week and sit down with uh, himself and his other business partner, Joe, and present my case. And it's terrifying. That to me is terrifying. terrifying. The dynamic of the relationship all of a sudden shifted because yeah. I was just sitting down having coffee with a friend and now all of a sudden I need to present my business case, which was just an idea that I made up two minutes ago. <laughs> 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 like you know she got real pretty damn quickly yeah. uh and ironically um 
part of that three-day process, which I really encourage everybody to do as well, there's actually a couple of um, things that I'll encourage everybody to do. So if you are listening now, just write these things down. One thing that helped me, um, there's a gentleman by the name of Rick Cowley, Rick Cowley, and it's Vision Quest. I think it's called the Five Minute Reset, and I'll find out what it is, and I'll give you guys. I'm sure we've got show notes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Find it, but it's for free on his website. He does do retreats. I haven't done it yet. Um, I do. I would really love to, but it, for me at that stage, I just couldn't afford it. So I just went onto his website, and it's a Five Minute Reset, something along those lines. And it was amazing. Like I, I was a blubbering mess. And I remember like being outside the front of a surf club because I was trying to find inspiring places to write my goals when I was doing this. And I didn't realize I was just like, I got sucker punched in the guts. Like one of the questions that he gets you to write out is writing kind of like a, um, a final letter to your children of oh. you know, like, like your last lesson to them. I'm like, oh my luck. I'm just oh my God. <laughs> oh, I'm emotional with you saying oh, hot mess. <laughs> And ironically, I, I, what I kind of discovered whilst writing them the letter was it's really like you're, you're writing to yourself, your own inner child, and the lessons mm. that you should be living yourself. And it was a, such a good slap in the face to say, I'm not even doing these things myself, yet I'm asking this of my children. Like, what a hypocrite. Oh. Um, and ironically, at that moment, I'm like, who the hell goes to a circle in the middle of the day? Like, <laughs> you do, Hayley. And she just had a big fight with her husband, and we both put on these really brave faces to go, Hi, nice to see you. And I'm like crying <laughs> glasses and she's wanting to stab her husband. It was just <laughs> perfect. It was a perfect union. Um, but, you know, but, so that's what we kind of went through. But also um, throughout that three days, I set myself kind of like my mantra that I wanted to live by that year. Um, and it was um, uh, act bold, laugh, off, uh, laugh often and think big. Mm. So my three things. So when I wrote my goals, I wrote down these really lofty goals like, that I was going to launch this, you know, this um, incredible e-commerce store that I was going to speak in front of thousands of people by the end of the year. Like these, it was just laughable for me at this stage. Like it just didn't make sense. Um, and, you know, and then the next one being act bold. So I went, okay, this is my opportunity. I, I need to not only just present like a couple of numbers to these guys, like I need to make this a proper substantial business. I need, I need a, yeah, I need a pitch. Exactly. And so I just went all in, you know, I found somebody on Upwork, like over in Ukraine to help put together kind of like a presentation for me. So it looked all good. And I did all this research and I spent hours and hours and hours putting together all of this stuff. And I think they were expecting just a bit of a casual kind of sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Sat down, I'm like. (laughs) But what a lesson, right? (laughs) What a lesson. So prepared. And I know some of your story, not even all, but this is like, I just love your story because I think I know so many, I'm going to speak about women and mums, right, for the everybody, but for the moment I know a lot of mums, you know, mums that are struggling financially and that have just maybe themselves gone through a messy breakup and, uh, you know, having to start over and begin again. It's you were there. That is exactly where you were. You had a two-year-old at the time, two and four. Two-year-old. And what a lot of people don't know either at that stage, like it got so hit and hit and miss for me prior to all of this coming together, hence why I laugh at the goals that I wrote down. There was a period of probably a couple of days where I thought my car was going to be repossessed for me. So all of a sudden I was, I felt like I was going to be homeless with no car, with these two boys all on my own. And wow. it was just, it was the most frightening moment of my life I think because it's not just me as a single person like I have these two little humans that 
just rely completely on me and yeah just the thought of of not being able to protect them like as their mum it just yeah it just it rocked me to the core and I'm so blessed to have such an incredible network of of good people around me but it's one of those things like it it was just I could I, I could kind of continue the payments for my car but it was like a long story but it needed to change from my old company name which was because of my mm-hmm. my ex-partner, which didn't yeah. exist anymore. And so all of a sudden, and they wouldn't transfer it into my name. So they were just going to come and take my car unless oh. they had the entire thing within the next seven days. I'm like, what? <laughs> And this is all going on. And but this is what this is why I wanted to. This is what I love about podcasting. You get to have more of this chat, and it's not just Empire and Co. And you know, you're the this beautiful face behind the brand, and you know, you you share so much. And we're going to get to that in the 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 course that you're doing, which I'm just so excited for, and all these things. But where you are, like I always say, people know the story. People know the glory. They don't know the story. And so this is what I'm, I'm so excited. So you are um, at the at the surf club. You are doing the goals <laughs> then. Well, so I, had my, so I made the decision. I had my three uh, mantras and I wrote them down. I made it as a screen uh, saver on my phone. So I had it with me always. Whenever that light flashed on my phone, it was just that constant reminder, like, think big, act bold, laugh often. And I just hadn't had laughter in my life for a long time. So that was a really Mm. important one for me. Um, So then when it all kind of happened and I had the meeting with Adam and that opportunity came, you know, it just, it just kind of went from there. So we had the meeting. They were, I think they were a little blown away at the effort that I'd gone to uh, for that. So they went, okay. Like, cause I had, I didn't know uh, Adam's business manager. Joe. I'd never met him before. So I still needed to kind of get this through um, and get his approval and everything first. And they went, okay, we've never done an e-com store before. They're very experienced in Amazon, but e-commerce is a completely different beast altogether. Uh, and they went, all right, let's, let's give it a crack. So they invested in, uh, in the business. Thankfully, I was still running my other business by the way, as well, the Institute of Makeup. So that was still, yeah. And it still is, <laughs> still, you yeah. know, in the background. So, um, you know, it was all these things. I'm juggling being a single mom. I'm launching a new startup. I'm still servicing my existing clients and helping, you know, doing the coaching with my girls. So it was a really, really full on time and still is, to be honest. Like, it's hectic. Well, that's one thing I was going to ask you. And I'm stoked because I finally get to ask a question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just I'm sitting. Here, I was just. I was just sitting here, like biding my time. Um, <laughs> um, this is pretty. It's pretty standard, so don't feel bad. Um, what I was going to ask you as well is like, obviously, so you've had this idea. You've got some support around you, some accountability. Um, you've got a, a great mentor. You've had um, some financial investment as well. Then obviously, coronavirus kicks in, and there's people who will say now's not a good time to start a business or start a new venture or start something or anything like that. How's your experience been? Do you find that to be the case? Do you find it's been good, bad, indifferent? Really good question. And this year, I think in a word has just been a roller coaster. Mm. So I think initially I was quite lucky, probably not the best use of words, but um, you know, the coronavirus, the nature of the pandemic and the fact that mm-hmm. everybody went into lockdown and screen time increased. So a lot of people's um, side effects, and I suppose a lot of people listening may not even understand the, you know, digital 
fatigue and things along those lines, but the side effects that a lot of people get from being in front of screens and even fluorescent lighting for significant periods of time during the day can range from anything from just dry and sore, tired eyes through to headaches, to migraines. Um, a lot of people have um, uh, photosensitivity as well. So the glare okay. from the screens is really intense. Um, I work with a few photographers that have it. So it's really challenging for them to do their job um, without without changing the colour of, of their lens. So it's mm. yeah, all of these kinds of things can uh, can impact on, on your eyes. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum is sleep. So yeah. the blue light that's emitted from your screens has been proven to kind of mess with your melatonin production a little bit, which is a sleepy hormone. So um, it takes an hour and a half to get to sleep longer on average for most people if they've had uh, excessive exposure to blue light prior to going to bed. So, yeah, wow. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, so yeah, so when that screen time increased, uh, and I suppose a lot more people started to feel the impacts of this and, and all the symptoms that come with it. So they started looking more into blue light blocking glasses. So, um, at the beginning of the year, I mean, we were really up and down. I was struggling at, at times to get started because we actually launched in America quite quickly. Um, yeah, okay. So we would kind of launch in two different locations. I had a warehouse in the US, a warehouse here in Australia. I'd never sold <laughs> products online before. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and Hayley, I want to say as well, it wasn't like you didn't have from memory. You've got a bit of a following, but you started the brand Empire & Co. Look it up on Instagram, everyone. But um, And it's it, like the the authenticity of who you are like the 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 rawness and the realness of this launch for me like I've watched and loved all of it because it was like you started at zero followers right yeah. like it, it's not like you were this big influence personality that could put a, exactly and this is what I want people to hear like put this like one post out and get you know whatever 20,000 sales it's like you started at ground zero no it was it was really being completely just grit so it was you know, as much as, you know, I did have small kind of following, I suppose, like I've got more of a, a, a small, passionate group of women around me that I've worked with over the years, which I love. Uh, but other than that, my reach didn't go too far. So, you know, that influence, I suppose, wore out within the first 24 hours of launching. <laughs> um, so everything else has been, it's been really just hard work and kind of doing things the 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 hard way so mm -hmm. um yeah so it was really challenging when we first got started over that christmas period we launched in september um had a really good month in september then things were kind of up and down november december by january that following year i thought we were going to close the doors i thought it was all over and done with like we just weren't getting any traction from our ads we were spending all this money on advertising it wasn't working um and yeah and then we just kind of pivoted a little bit we changed our strategy um we changed marketing companies we kind of shifted a little bit and just really doubled down and then the pandemic hit and we went from i think we went from $2,000 in sales maybe in February, which really isn't that impressive. Um, and then we, by April, we were over $20,000 in sales. That's great. Phenomenal. Deserved. Yeah. Phenomenal. But I also want to caveat that as well. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been consistent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It still is really up and down. And even just as of recently, um, Facebook has um, taken a twinkered, twinkered? Twinkered. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Twinkered. <laughs> 
It's going to be a show note. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook twinking. <laughs> it's totally a thing. Uh, but they have, they've changed the algorithm slightly and we've had a really hard hit. Uh, mm. And I've spoken with a lot of people um, in across a few different industries from uh, e-com stores to, you know, property sales, things like that. And costs have more than doubled uh, in most instances uh, and conversions have nearly halved for wow. most people as well. It's been really significant and nobody's really talking about it. I don't I, know why. I'm walking around just going, what the hell is going on? Everybody needs to know this because you yeah. have to suck it up and write it out because these things happen. Mm-hmm. These things happen when you put control of the growth of your business in an external platform, whether it be Google or Facebook or anything else, this shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so buckle up. You, you either need to have multiple, I always say this, I'm such a preacher for it, but have multiple platforms don't don't be at the mm. beck and call of one source of income or one source of um of traffic you know for for your business because you you you're they're mercy shit will change yeah. it will it, all it will change will. so i want to that the saying you said like that I'm going to take to use as a beautiful example. You gave your dollar amount just then in sales and this is another thing i love about you in that you you just live and breathe this thing of education. Like you're like, so you've launched Empire & Co. Actually, I want to back it up a little bit because we keep saying e-commerce. There's probably thousands of people listening that don't even know what that is, maybe. So can you explain what e-commerce is? Yeah, this, this would be great because I was like, when you said, oh, they, you know, like talking about Adam, they've done Amazon but not e-commerce. I'm like, what, well, there's a difference? Yeah, like, this is huge. Know. Yeah. Really good point. Okay. So the main difference between, uh, say, selling a, a physical product on a uh, Amazon is called a marketplace. So essentially, the difference between having your own website versus Amazon or eBay or Etsy. Oh, so okay. Amazon, eBay, Etsy, etc., are called marketplaces, um, which essentially means it's a platform where they take care of the traffic for you. Right, yeah. go to that marketplace like a search engine, like Google, and then they find you within that marketplace. And there's some pros and cons with that because there's, a, let's say, Amazon, for example, there's this um, inherent level of trust because yeah. Amazon has been around for so long. Uh, even though it's new for Australia, over in the US in particular, it's just your default. Yeah. You're like, you know, there's Amazon drones flying all around the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and for, for us, it's eBay. Uh, so having your own website is a little bit different. You need to create your own traffic. You need mm. to kind of say, I mean, you can create your little retail store, but you could be sitting in the middle of nowhere. And if nobody knows that you're there, AKA via ads or word of mouth or influencer marketing, or, you know, there's a variety of different ways that you can get yourself out there. Um, you know, as you guys would know with your, with your own business and even with your podcast. So mm. podcast is on a platform, um, you know, whether it be on Spotify or, you know, All iTunes, of them. things like that, right. <laughs> All the places, <laughs> tune in people. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. But if you were just hosting this on your website, how 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 are the people going to know? Yeah, yeah. okay. The business advice and help and things like that. So, um, yeah. So e-commerce means that you are hosting um, your own website and you're taking control of your own traffic and and getting people to come to your site. And you sell a product. Could you is could e-commerce be considered an e-commerce if you sell a service or specifically product? I don't believe so. I right. Interesting, because I feel the same. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I feel that, but I just feel like e-commerce is a retailer yeah. online. That's no, I got that. That's why I asked because I thought, oh, I'm starting to get this. And I think as well then, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, product online and you sell it. Oh, that's right. No storefront. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. All right. So that's e-commerce. And this is, so to go back to what I was saying with you giving the numbers, I love that. And you're always transparent because you love to educate people. And that's where this second sort of um, area I want to go into comes into. So you launched Empire & Co. You have taken, you've shown people through your social media, the good, the bad, the ugly with the launch, which I've loved, but you are doing this because you're passionate about educating people. So tell us about your course that you're creating about this yeah so from day one I've actually been documenting everything (laughs) that I've been doing so at every given moment we've actually got the moment on film like I just whenever I do anything I just whip out the camera I'm like okay this is what we're doing now and then I'll flip it over and I screen record it it was kind of like it's like I've kept a diary um, Mm. of what I've done at every moment because I think you can always you always look back on things it's with different with a different view depending on where you're at at that particular moment in time and I think there's something really powerful about actually having people go along with it on that journey with you versus going okay step one go do this step two do this um and we've actually got the very first moment that I made a sale (laughs) I love it and I'm all frantic we just went live and something happened and I'm just a hot mess at home going like throwing things at the kids just to keep yeah yeah. like snacks Snacks. And I'm like, okay, we're live. And I sat there and I'm just talking to the camera, doing my thing. And then all of a sudden the sale goes through. I'm like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> it's real all of a sudden. And then another one and another one and another one. And I just lost it. Oh. I was just, just tears. I, I had no idea I was going to be that emotional. But I think it was just the um, that pile up of all the time and the months and the, the tireless you know, effort that I was putting in, juggling all those things. And I just went, people are buying my things. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I want people to understand though. And this is what I love about like everyone in business, but women, sorry, baby, but like women in business, I just think when you buy, like even the Empire & Co looks, and it is a phenomenal, powerful, big brand. Like you're, it's going to be a big brand. I think that people don't under, it's like they're, they're buying from a mum. Yeah. And they, it was. So as much as, I mean, Morgs, you mentioned it before, you know, having Adam there as an incredible mentor. And he, I mean, he definitely has been, which has been great, but you know, both him and Joe, they've never done e-commerce before. So they mm. were about this helpful. <laughs> <laughs> we call that, Haley, yeah. being as helpful as a spare dick at a wedding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at them going, guys, what are they doing? And went, I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. We invested in you. Go I don't know. Yeah, we thought you knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't think we thought this through, guys. <laughs> yeah. So it literally was just me just figuring shit out. Yeah. Um, you know, all that I had was somebody to help out paint for the inventory. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was as simple as that. And then everything else was just determination, um, hard, hard earned lessons. Um, you know, it, it really, it's, it, it's been just a learning curve. It's been phenomenal. Um, and so you're, you're, fil- so you filmed everything though. You're, and you're, t- you're, what are you doing with that? Oh yes. Sorry. So yes. Tell so me. Through it all. Um, and I suppose the hopes was that I always wanted to be able to bring people in on the journey, regardless of the outcome as well. Mm-hmm. This is a I mean, there is still, business happens, right? It's, it's up and down. This is still a baby. It's still so small. We've had, you know, as I mentioned, it's been inconsistent. We've had, you know, months where we're doing over $25,000 in sales and, you know, we've had months where we've done $2,000 in yeah. sales. It's really hectic um, and super stressful. So, but I just want to be real and raw and just super authentic about that um, and just keep documenting all of all of the lessons learned throughout this whole period 
because I still passionately believe in e-commerce and, you know, whether this turns into this huge business or it fails miserably, um, I truly believe that there is no failure in it because it has yeah. been such a beautiful lesson. And the moment that, um, you know, this either starts to coast and I can sell it or we close the doors, either which way for me, that it's, it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so my plan ideally is to sell the business at some stage yep. this year, towards the end of next year. Uh, if we can't get there, then I'll shut the doors. But I will relaunch a different brand. Yeah. And my God, will I do it differently? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what a lesson. But are you going to, did I, are you creating a course or anything like how to create e-commerce? Yeah, so this is what yes. I wanted to do. So we yes. did this whole thing. Uh, I was really hoping that we could launch uh, this year, but uh, time is just getting away from us and it just isn't quite the right time. So um, my intent is hopefully early next year. I, I want to just host a challenge essentially to get people up and running and show yes. them how to start their own e-commerce brand and, and go more into the details with all of the things. Like, so even if you were like me at that stage, like, you know, whether, you know, you're a single mom or you're just getting started, maybe you're a little bit younger, you don't have any cash reserves. Like how do you go out and find investors to back you for things like that? Um, you know, cause there are so many different ways that you can get started in e-commerce, whether it's having an investor or you can actually get started in so many different ways without having any inventory at all on hand. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have any stock. You can literally wait for customers to buy an already made product. The supplier will send it out for you and you can just sit there looking pretty behind your laptop just to prove the concept. So yeah. there's all these things that I want to walk people through within a short bit of time, um, you know, and then give people the option as well like to have maybe a deep dive into a course and things like that. So early next year, I've got some big, bold plans. And, uh, yeah, I really just want to be able to share um, this whole kind of experience with anybody that's interested because I do truly believe the, the figures in, around e-commerce, particularly this year, are just mind-blowing. Like I think the, the one thing with COVID that has really changed the world is the way that we shop. Mm-hmm. For a long time, people couldn't physically go to retail stores. I mean, poor Victoria is only maybe just now being able to leave their home again after yep. eight months. Yep. It is insanity. Um, so I think everybody's buying habits have now permanently shifted um, for the better in terms yep. of opportunities available for people. And more to us earlier, whether I believe now is a good time for people to look into starting a business. Um, and I think it really is. I think with any okay. kind of shakeup in the economy, um, you know, like what we're seeing now, it, 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 it creates opportunities. Definitely. So, you know, yes and no is the answer yeah. to that question. Yes, as long as you're smart and you look for yeah. the opportunities that have been created. Um, but if you're just kind of going with the old way and what, what did work in the past, then you could find yourself in, in a bit of trouble. So, you know, go into it with your eyes open. But, yeah, I, I think I think now is the time to pounce to really take advantage of what we're going to see as a real lift in some certain areas next year and beyond. I think what you're um what you're what you're offering and, and what you're you're planning to do with this course is going to be something that's going to be massive because I know so many people that would want to like like you know bring a product to market and have an e-commerce store and do all that sort of stuff, but they just don't know where to begin. Yeah, it's like you know you go to Alibaba or something, but you don't even know what you're looking at or who you're dealing with or anything like that. So, if there was something out there for people to help them navigate, you know, uh, you know, acquiring a product or developing a product and helping them with distribution and marketing and you know and sort of like you said, like you've made a lot of mistakes to kind of get to where you are now. And if someone if there was someone out there that could guide people through, um, you know, some of the pitfalls and things like that, I think people would love it. And you know, I think is probably the most powerful um, part of education which 
doesn't really exist, which probably shouldn't be sharing. So all the other educators don't start doing it now. But anyway, yeah. I'm all about it. <laughs> Abundant mindset. Yeah. But my, my biggest thing is I think what causes people to hesitate, delay and stop, it's, it's not necessarily the, the lack of knowledge. It's the abundance of options. Mm-hmm. It is so overwhelming. Like yeah. So many people, as you said, they can just go on Alibaba, but but then what? Do I sell yeah. a mug? Do I do blue light looking glasses? Do I do handbags? Do I do this? Do I do this? Do I do this? There's so much. It can get so overwhelming. And, um, you know, as part of, so I'm looking at creating a pretty condensed challenge. And the whole intent of that challenge is to cut away the bullshit, the excuses and the noise and just kind of keep people focused. Just go, keep going, keep coming this way, this way, this way, this way. Um, Just to get that belief because I know for most people, once once they've done it, once they've, they've, like, if if I can take people from, I have no idea what I'm doing to, holy shit, I actually have a fully functional operating store on Shopify or, you know, their chosen platform with products ready to go. It's a completely different mindset. All of a sudden they're like, all right, I can do this. Let's let's take it to the next level and they can, you know, change products and do it after, but they've done it. And once you've done it once, you know, if you speak to anybody, I love reading, um, you know, autobiographies and things of people that have, you know, lost a thing and a theme, it's it's easier for them to get back and make a million dollars because they've already done it before. So they know that they can do it again. And that's what I really want to kind of be able to give people as part of this um, course when we get going. And you know what I love? This all involves computers and laptops and mobiles. So they need your blue blocking glasses <laughs> to like to wear them, to then be on screen. To that's right. That's really what this business. course is all about. It's all about getting glasses out there. Honestly, the amount I've been on the computer, like just going, why am I doing this? It'd be midnight. You know, I've just finished. Yeah. The kids are in bed. So I start my second shift at work, which is, you know, getting back on and, and working on the store and customer service and all that kind of stuff. I went, thank God I chose this as a product <laughs> because that, that ability for me to be able to have these on and try and switch off and go to sleep at midnight um, and not waste that extra hour Why you know, everything, like my whole body's just going, no sister, it's still daytime. You're not going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like 100%. I need to sleep now before all the kids start jumping on me at whatever time they decide to wake me up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Boys. So with that being said, what do you feel is one of the biggest ob- obstacles that you've come up against? There's probably a million, but if you had to pick one of, maybe not the biggest, but one that really stands out for you, what was the obstacle, but how did you overcome it? I think the biggest obstacle was really figuring out um, a, a clear path to market and the strategy behind it Mm. so when I first got started with Empire and Co I kind of just feel like there was no real strategy in terms of I mean sure you can just go and get some Google ads or some Facebook ads but what is that journey that you're taking customers on from them seeing the ad where are we taking them what is the voice why are we doing it this way um you know from the colors like everything that whole strategy uh, I really didn't take as much time as I probably should have in mm. this instance it took me a long time to learn that lesson because I was in a rush <laughs> so I just wanted to get things done so if I had my time again I would have stopped delayed the launch for a little longer either invested in um you know if, if I didn't feel like a do it myself but I'm, I'm kind of a bit creative and I enjoy that side of things but for those that aren't like go and get a branding agency or somebody that's you know cleverer than you are in those areas and just go 
what are we doing? Like, what's our voice? Who, who is our customer? I mean, I did a little bit of that, like who's our avatar and things like that, but I just didn't tighten it up enough from an ad perspective. Yeah. This is what the ad's going to look like. This is where we're going to be sending them. Like, do you send them to the homepage? Do you send them to the product page? Do you send them to a blog? And then retarget them from the blog after that. Like, I just didn't think about that strategy as much. And um, as a result, it became a bit reactionary. Everything mm. about the launch was very like, oh, this isn't working. Oh, maybe we should try this. Oh, yeah. maybe try this. Uh, and I think that kind of erratic nature of trying to build a business is very, very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think, but I remember we were, we were going to catch up. We did catch up for wine, but I remember it doesn't stop, right? The stresses don't stop. It was like... And then you'd had a hectic day, and I always know with you, like you, you are Wonder Woman, so you balance so much. But um, we had to delay the wine, like I think it was twenty four hours, because you had a stressful, hectic day that you still needed to put out fires that day. So that's what people have to understand. It's like if you, I mean, I want more people in the arena. Morgzi knows this, like. I don't care what you do. And this is what I was meant to say before. We did this podcast about 2020 vision, very apt for to bring it back up now. Um, but I said on that, we said on that, Morgs, remember, like we were like, we, you know, you know, we're loud and proud network marketers. Um, but I'm like, it may not be that for you. And in this podcast, we said, you know, I've got a friend called Haley who has an amazing e-commerce business. Maybe it's that. But what people have to understand, if you're going to get in the arena, get ready for for the shit fight but it's worth it right more than anything exactly and like I I truly kind of believe I'm a little unemployable now psychological (laughs) unemployable baby yeah it's been so long since I've been in a traditional kind of nine to five and you know sometimes I still have those moments where I go oh god maybe it would just be easier if I did that but then I things like this happened this year with COVID I went there is no security in the job that doesn't exist like I feel like there is more safety in having owning those skills yourself like I've accumulated so many phenomenal skills over this past you know 12 15 years of being in business for myself and I, I wouldn't I would never change it like I know that if you know if anything was to change within moments I, I can make a couple of quick phone calls and just to, to anybody that's got their own business say hey like do you need a hand with this 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 or this and they'll yeah. be like oh my god yes please please <laughs> you know because I know digital marketing now inside out you know I know sales I know marketing like it's just and every single business on earth needs sales and marketing yeah, yeah. and I just feel like they are life skills that everybody should take the time to get to know because when you have them you can kind of walk around with this little little piece of comfort with inside inside you that I just know everything's going to be okay Mm. because I've got something that I know most every business does need and and I'm okay with that like I really do know that because I've put in the work (laughs) 100% I think I love this though I love this I've never sort of thought of it in that way that but it's so true and you said I think every regardless of being a business owner or yeah entrepreneur having sales and marketing and I was just thinking about it then I said you know yeah if you're listening and you are an employee and that's who you want to be your entire life first of all you need to start upskilling because artificial intelligence is coming Um, but second of all it's I was thinking then I'm like yeah well you still need to sell yourself to your boss to get a pay rise you need to know how to market yourself to clients to appease them etc etc even as a stay-at-home mom I'm like you need to sell yourself to your kids 
to be the you best mum in the world. You want to pick a bird up in a bar, you got to sell yourself a little bit. <laughs> it's true though. Honey, right? those days keep... are over for you. Okay? That's true for me, but I'm just talking about the wider <laughs> audience. And same for women. Women do the same thing too. Yeah. yeah, hypothetically. Speaking. So I've been told. So my single friends tell me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I was just saying, like, women are the same too, though. Like, there's absolutely do it just as much as guys. So it's I not got play my coy. first job with the government because I literally. She's frozen. You have to edit this. Literally sold myself in the interview. Have I frozen? Have I? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Back. We just said, "Oh, we'll cut that out," and we'll go. You I'm not cutting it out. I'm not cutting it out. So you said you literally got your first job in the government. Yeah, because I sold myself in the interview to the lady yeah. that was doing interviews. Um, you know, it was we had to jump through all these hoops and do all these things, and I just really connected with her and I sold her with my enthusiasm. I cut out um, the ad for like a director level position, um, you know, mm-hmm. so economics was my background. Really exciting. And so I cut out that ad though because I went, I want that job because it got paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I had it in my wallet and I've been carrying it around for a few years. And so in the interview, I showed her, I said, because she said, like, you know, why do you want this job? I go, this is why. Like I've had this in my wow. wallet for years and here I am, like I've showed up and I'm on my way and it's, it's a graduate position, but this is how I get there. And she just goes, shit, like that's commitment. Like who the hell carries a job room for the game? Yeah, I, was, yeah. I didn't even do that. That's phenomenal. Such a nerd. Yeah, I was like, I love <laughs> this. You know, I left Canberra, but Canberra never left me. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, honey. Uh, preach. Take, take me to church. All right. As a result, you know, that was it. So I ended up getting through as, as part of that program, uh, which was a graduate position. They had over 400 people apply, only 16 got through. Um, and then I had to break the news to them afterwards that I hadn't graduated. So then they paid for the rest of my uni degree. Oh, nice. Yes, queen. Nice. But again, it, but you're right, it comes down to sales and marketing. It does. It does. And I know there's a lot of talk about AI, but I can't really, there's some things that AI will replace when it comes to marketing. But at the end of the day, like people buy from people. So whether you're designing a marketing campaign or not, there's got to be a human element to it. Yeah. And I think there's always going to be space for someone who's a good salesperson. The only problem is good salespeople are kind of, you know, they're, they're the diamonds in the rough because everybody thinks of sales as something kind of negative because they connotate it with their own personal negative experience when they try to buy a TV from or a secondhand car or something like that. Yeah. Like that's their, their connotation. But a good salesperson is just someone who solves problems. Mm, exactly. Well, yeah, sell solutions to people's problems. Yeah. Sorry, I said solves problems. Oh, I don't solve problems. I sell no. solutions. No, Damn it. solves problems. <laughs> That's the, the car sales one, so it was female. They'll sell you problems. Yeah, yeah there's plenty of those. That's the problem. That's the, the negative connotation is they sell problems, not solutions. Uh, <laughs> all right, beautiful. So what is next for you? Like what's next for Empire & Co? What's next for Hayley Hughes? Um, just really doubling down on making 2020 the best that it can be. I know it's been super crazy. So um, we're going all in for, for the Q4. And so the last quarter uh, of this year with the Empire and Co, we've just la- uh, launched our kids range, which is really exciting um, oh. and hilarious. I just never realized how much I used my own kids as the test dummies, of course. Um, <laughs> and my youngest, he's three years old, refuses to take them off. I'm like, oh, he's like uh, you. <laughs> he wants, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, it's, uh, what is it? Genetic. 
Yeah, he takes them to kindy every day. Like even now, we just had book week, so he was dressed as Buzz Lightyear with his Empire and Co glasses. Of course. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so really just kind of doubling down into that side of things with the um, with the kids range a little bit more. Um, And yeah, and and just kind of getting ready, I suppose, to hopefully open up the the course for everybody next year and see if I can help a hell of a lot of other people uh, have a much more can make 2021 I think a killer year because I think a lot of people need it yeah I love that for sure awesome there's one question I want to end on because you we always ask in the it's more for us like we're just really interested in the person that we're going to interview because often it can be an actual total stranger and I are in the in the to book um we ask what's the one one thing you are most proud of and you said, I'll read it because then I want to hear the story to this because this is big and I think that this is, there's going to be a big lesson in this. But you said after being, am I okay to share it? Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Okay. I was like, hang on, should I check this? <laughs> <laughs> we are professional around here. Um, you said after being <laughs> faced with what was my childhood fear, I was not only able to thrive despite the situation but reframe it to see it was the absolute blessing it was. What was that one thing well what's the lesson in it it I I spent a really long like a significant part of my life um in the fear that I would essentially end up the way that I was raised and I mean my mum is a beautiful beautiful person and um but I touched on it earlier you know we grew up with a single mum um so it's just my mum and me my sister but we really struggled you know we grew up in housing commission homes um of which didn't even have carpet on them like it was just cold concrete floors no curtains we just pinned sheets up to cover the windows for some reason they just don't put carpet in housing commission homes in Queensland they just don't care yeah, anyway, so that was us for a really long time. Like I remember at times I would go to work at um, at, Packers at that stage and had my mum calling me in tears because the next door neighbour was trying to break in and potentially who I don't even know what he was wanting to do with her. But, um, you know, and it was a struggle. You know, we, we relied on um, some Finneys a lot of the time for food vouchers and just that, that humiliation of being in line at the shopping centre and having to pull out a... A, a food voucher and then the 16 year old girl behind the counter has no idea what it is so then she jumps on the loudspeaker in front of everybody oh, excuse me can I I've got a St Vincent de Paul voucher here to pay mm. for these people's food and everyone looks around and we're like yeah that does funny mm. you know it's just it was tough I used to steal toilet paper from my high school to take home you know that was my way of helping my mom like it was just it was full-on so I had this innate fear of being a single mum with two kids <laughs> yeah and so, you know, when I first got started, mum always said, you know, go get a safe, secure job. So hence why mm. I started with the government. Um, and, you know, being able to kind of completely flip that script to go out on my own and take a chance on myself and what filled my cup up because working in the environment that I was with the government was so, so incredibly toxic and it just drained my soul. I was so unhappy. Um, was, you know, that was a huge thing for me. And then to move that even forward to then get to the stage where you know I then split with my partner and I found myself going I'm quite frantically leaving my my home with my two boys and whatever I could fill in my car 
to go somewhere <laughs> and to start again, um, you know, really quite suddenly for me and to completely start this whole new life and rebuild myself, I went, holy shit, like I'm actually living this fear that I've been running away from my whole life and it really forced me to look at why I was so scared of that and also to identify that it's not the same. Like I'm not my mum, you know, as much she's lovely, but, you know, like I've spent so much of my time educating myself and um, improving. Self-improvement has been everything my whole life. I've always, always pushed myself to do more, 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 always. (laughs) Um, You know, so it was just really, uh, it has been an incredible blessing to, to prove that not only is my biggest fear a lot of shit, <laughs> it has been such a beautiful lesson because the bond that I now have with my children is stronger than I could have ever imagined. Um, you know, I'm enjoying being a mother so much more rather than living in, in periods of time like back then in kind of resentment. Like I felt like I was always kind of torn between these hats that I was juggling from, you know, being an entrepreneur and a wife and a mom. And, you know, it, I just got to simplify it and really ask myself, like, what really matters in life? And all of a sudden, you know, just being a mom and the kids just got lifted so much higher on my values list. Uh, and it's just been such a beautiful blessing. And that fear is now completely gone because I know I've got this. <laughs> it's be okay. So oh. yeah, it's been pretty cool. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear it. You're going to crush it. I think, you, you know, everything you've got planned and what you're doing, is it's going to, going to be awesome. So, Thanks. hey, question. So, one before we go. Do you do the blue block of glasses? Do they do like a men's one? Totally. Okay. You know yeah. what I was thinking as well? Maybe, I don't know. I wanted to come in because I had a little present for you both. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, see, we were, everyone, we were meant to do this in person, but in the aircon in the upper, in the in the podcast room, in the Gold Coast. T- we'll be fixed in two weeks. We'll have, more, yeah. we'll have you back We're going to have you back. As well, so. Australian um, Coast might, uh, might have a little something for you guys. <laughs> yeah, because I, I find that my eyes water sometimes when I'm in front of the screen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've got some unisex ones, we've got um, women's range, and we've got the kids now as well. So we've got a whole family covered. All right, awesome. I can't wait. Well, my love, I hope that you got to say, is there anything else that you want to share on the, on the podcast? We never, I've never asked this, but is there anything that you wish to share that we haven't sort of covered yet? I'm just hoping that above and beyond everything from our chat today, I really hope that um, just those core kind of lessons has, has shone through. If I've at least kind of been able to touch even just one person to, to just believe in themselves a little bit more and to keep going and to back yourself, like just that, that lesson, that self-improvement and that tenacity, just keep going. Um, I don't care what you're going through right now, like no matter how dark or hard it may seem right now, the only thing that is going to slow you down is you. So get up now, like just do one thing that's going to make you feel better or make you get closer to your goal. I don't care what it is, but just start doing that thing now and just don't stop um, because it will get better. Like I've had some very colourful experiences and the only thing that I feel like has got me through is because I just know that if I keep going, you know, it'll be okay. What's that saying? They say, like, if, you, if, um, if you're walking through hell, like, don't walk, run. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that, but, yeah, I would – I'd probably skip. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hurry up. <laughs> yeah. There's a model in there. I'm like, trying to think of what it is. I've heard the same. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I, it's right on my tongue, though. Yeah. 
I'm gonna have to send you a message on Instagram and I'll work out Show what else. Show notes. <laughs> no, well, I that absolutely shone through. I think why I, I mean, we absolutely are gonna get you back on. I'd love to have you back on when you launch the e-course because I Ooh. think that will be so, so impactful for millions. Um, but I love you for your tenacity and that willingness to keep going no matter what and your heart. So that's also what shone through. And we just thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. I've loved being on here. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Well, well next time we'll have wine. <laughs> An aircon. <laughs> An aircon. Woohoo! All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo. And if you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world. Don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally. And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.